I wish beyond all measure I had not left my metronome on the table. I don't. What's the issue with it? Um, if it's not, oh my god. I, I don't know what it's keeping a beat of. It's just one long tone. I just flatlined. That's what that is. That's, just, <laughs> that's the sound of my heart dying. I Because you found this goddamn toy. Ugh. See, that's the worst. That's what I can't take. If you put it on the clave pattern again, I can take that. You can't take this one? I can't take just four I think four it's forever. nice. No, it's not nice. And you know it's not nice. You're just being a dick. Do you think we could do a whole episode with this here? <laughs> no. No, I most certainly do not. You that's fuck. okay. That's probably the last time that comes up. <laughs> I hope so, for God's sakes. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome back to Sushi Jackknife, everybody. Hi. Well, hey. Uh, I was on vacay, so we had no showy last week. Of- oh, my God. You know what's horrible? The, the last that's the last sound that a lot of people in television shows hear when that's their true. family members die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of end credits that are just that sound I and think, then the music. I think they really all are the key or set to an A. A four forty? I yeah. think they're all A. You're right. I think they are. If you don't feel a little dead right now, you might not be human. I I wish I could play with this thing well enough mm-hmm. to replicate the sound of a person uh, getting ready to die before we go to that tone. Oh, I can probably help you with that. Nope. Well, no, no. I just mean the, the oh, machinery. You, oh, you mean purely, yeah. purely representationally. Well, this is deep art shit for the first five minutes. No. That's a metaphor for the podcast that <laughs> this episode is is already it's, like that it's dead on arrival dead on arrival oh, that's a pretty good title this episode is dead on arrival anyway so vacation yeah i went on vacation yeah how was that um it was vacationy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i um do you want to know about it i mean i guess <laughs> we've got phil time go ahead could you feign enthusiasm just a little yeah okay great i can work with that i can work with yeah i'll just pitch you up and post and you'll sound like a girl doing that yeah Mm -hmm. that'll make me feel better about Mm -hmm. it okay all right so my friend steven who i've mentioned before lives in philadelphia yeah the uh the noble town of philadelphia philly steve philly steve uh (laughs) sounds like a sandwich (laughs) Ah, give me three Philly Steves. <laughs> yeah, and a Nebraska Roy, would you? <laughs> the Nebraska Roy, for some reason, I just imagine that's the veg- vegetarian version of the Philly Steve. No. Yeah, no, it, there's it's some, just all corn. No, there's, well, okay, you're right, there's that, but there's so much beef in Nebraska, it's insane. I think it's the vegetarian version. All right, fine. <laughs> Right. At the restaurant called Sushi Jackknife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, it never occurred to me till right now that like if you had a, su- a hip 
ironic sushi restaurant yeah calling it sushi jackknife is not a bad idea it but, wouldn't be the worst because you know those boats that go around the tables like yeah. if you on the conveyor belt sushi mm-hmm, places mm-hmm. like you could legitimately have a jackknife and like a traffic jam on that little carry thing you mm-hmm, know what i mean mm-hmm. with all the plates i'm sure that happens all the time wow well it's too bad that we got to it first and now you're gonna have to pay us royalties to use our name yeah fuckers i assume you're in toronto or somewhere like that it's super trademarked it's super super trademarked don't look into it it's a fact right yeah Uh Uh, so philly steve philly steve i drove up to philadelphia i from nashville which is not a horrible drive it's about it's almost 12 hours but it's not bad it's a nice drive um, you, you would, if you were going the right way, you would go through the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia. You would traverse the wide part of Virginia, basically. And, um, which is really pretty. I, however, didn't fully read my directions and just kept the fuck going east for a very long time. Only to realize that I had gone almost to the goddamn ocean before I decided to cut north. No. Uh-huh. How long was this? Long enough to see signs for places with lighthouses. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see the lighthouses, but we were within a you know a moderate distance of lighthouses because things were being advertised with lighthouse themes. Roughly how many miles off of the path you were supposed to be taking? Probably like 200. <laughs> How does that happen? I, um, you don't want me to go into it. You really don't. I don't. The important thing here, the important thing here is I got to Philadelphia. Um, I had one day of travel, basically. Wednesday of last week, uh, Mm -hmm. he and I hung in Philadelphia. Right, right. We walked around all the historic areas and stuff. And then you figured out that you'd accidentally wandered into Pittsburgh? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thursday we <laughs> thursday last week we took a day trip to dc mm-hmm. so it's only mm-hmm. about it's only about two hours to drive there and then you take the metro into dc you know, right, right don't try to park in dc unless you happen to be the one crazy guy who had his like car decked out in like 9-11 conspiracy shit parked right by the archive down <laughs> i'm thinking DC. about doing that to my car yeah you should try it yeah not 9-11 conspiracy yeah. tupac conspiracy i like that yeah you could park beside him and sell like tupac lives yes um you could sell machiavelli t-shirts yeah. and shit <laughs> yeah bro um uh friday of last week we hung and we we walked so much and it was it was enjoyable i liked walking but we both agreed that we walked a fuck ton and so, how, how much? A fuck ton. Is that like a distance measurement? It's a P P H F U K. Okay. Fuck okay. ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's named after Doctor Pfuck. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, can we backtrack for a second? Yeah, we can backtrack. Okay, so two hundred miles. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Was there not like an inkling in your mind at some point? before then that uh-huh. i might be in the wrong spot um there was an inkling however um it it, it, all, it all comes down to google google fucked me for whatever reason i decided to um map my trip out with google maps and um ha- i had my laptop with me um so i just sort of had it open you know 
mm-hmm. now and again checking my progress because I knew I would mostly be on, you know, a couple interstates the whole way. There's no major like crazy turns or anything, you know, right. like you're mainly right. staying on a few interstates. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to look and I knew I had to be on 40 East for a long fucking time. The way Google Maps displays it is like it, it was like three directions, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize, thanks to their characteristically streamlined design, that there were drop downs with the 25 other fucking directions I needed that I had to click on now to know they were there. Yeah, here, here's the main part of the question you do yeah. know it's 2016, yeah. And your phone yeah. will tell you. I'm aware. Like it, it has a voice. Yeah. It speaks to you. No, it know. says, "Hey, do this. Hey, jackass, pay attention to me. <laughs> That's a lighthouse. You're way off course." <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty close to somewhere where I could have got like a lighthouse funnel cake. Like I was getting there. It was well. Actually, you probably should have just kept going. I, I could have smelled. I could almost smell the sea. Is a lighthouse funnel cake different than a regular funnel? I guess, yeah. I guess we don't know because you weren't there. Well, I suppose that it's a funnel cake shaped like a lighthouse, which I don't know how they pull that off, but it must be possible. It was advertised so everywhere. it's a tall yeah, lighthouse? Yeah, it's a three-dimensional sort of funnel cake situation. Hmm. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. Right, right. Yeah. Leave it to the co- coast of Carolina, guys. So. <laughs> All right. So back to D.C. Yeah, We're in D.C. We're in D.C., um, I've never been to D.C. before. I've been to Philadelphia once before to visit him a couple years ago, a few years ago. We're in D.C. We, we walk around the National Mall, which is great. You know, walk to the Washington Monument, the giant, most giant uh, stone penis in the world. Yeah. Um, saw the saw the outside of the new African-American History and Culture Museum. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God, Nathan. And I already told my wife about this, so I don't have to feel bad. There's a type of girl in D.C. that, like, checks all the Justin boxes. All of them. And it was kind of a cold day, and so there were, like, there were trench coats, and these girls are wearing, like, trench coats and these skirts. And Wait, and one of tights. the boxes is trench coat? No, no, no. It's That's not a box. It's just a, a descriptor, okay? Okay. And they have, like thighs you know and like well, an agenda do. like no but they had like an agenda like this really red lipstick and they were so put together smoking but they like you knew they had like things they cared deeply it was ugh. anyway um i'm a, i'm a, i'm gonna need to know what these boxes were because so far you've described I think a you- woman with legs that wore a coat <laughs> and makeup <laughs> I think it's like this balance between like they were really sexy, but they're also you could tell just by looking at them that they were really smart and really like engaged and they knew what they wanted. There's something about that that like, you know, well, they may not really be smart. Looks can be deceiving. If it makes you feel better, they could just be dumb as crap. I I feel fine. I feel fine. I'm comfortable with the fantasy that I'm having. They probably were standing over there discussing you know the latest reality show you know something very vapid that is not nearly as intellectual i'd really love it if you didn't ruin um my little fantasy world in Mm -hmm. this one just Mm -hmm. this just this one they were probably over there talking Uh, about the latest book they'd read mm -hmm. it's called hop on pop (laughs) 
Hop, pop, hop on pop. Oh, I see. It's a, it has a, it has a motif. Nope. Nope. No motif. (laughs) Anyway, so we walked by, um, we ended up going to the National Gallery, um, which all the museums in DC, if you don't know this, are free. Yeah. Because we pay the, we pay goddamn taxes. You know what I mean? Hmm. Um, I mean, some of us. Yeah. Well. Not all of us. (laughs) I know who you're alluding to. Um, So we, we did that. We spent hours and hours and hours in the art museum because I love art museums. Um and and uh it was it was the a smithsonian art museum no we went to the national gallery okay yeah the smithsonians are there too though yeah yeah yeah, yeah. went to the lincoln memorial mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. i did the forrest gump look you know how big of a deal forrest gump is to me i yes. looked i looked from the the base of the lincoln memorial over the reflecting pool where king stood and then later forrest gump stood <laughs> and i was it was very exciting i don't very exciting i don't know what this is a reference to in the movie in the movie there's a part where um jenny goes through she like wades through the reflecting pool Mm -hmm. after he's gone on stage and uh i did that's deserved (laughs) anyway had a great time in dc okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. friday we rested in philadelphia but we still went around we we went to one of the houses that edgar Allan poe lived in okay the this this was actually the house where he wrote the raven while he was living there it's really fun because it's part of the national park system so it's also free to go in um and uh because they have no budget and they're just trying to have fun they do things like they hide a screaming cat doll in different places in the house so you can actually go in the cellar you know and Mm -hmm. the day that we were there the screaming cat was in the cellar Mm -hmm. and you can go into the rooms where um uh, he wrote or Poe wrote and different things like that. What, was, why are they doing that with the the cat doll? I think they're just trying to entertain themselves. <laughs> honestly, I mean, I know Poe loved cats. Yeah, yeah, he wrote about them often. Yeah, um, it's just weird. And well, you know, there's the one story um, where I forget which story it is, but the cat gets walled up in the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're referring to. Yeah, but if you're moving it around, I mean, was it hiding where you couldn't see it? So it's no, in the wall? it was plain sight. Then that's not right. Yeah. That's not what the story's about. <laughs> there were that would just be a story about a cat. Yeah, you're right. Just in a room. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, this this the the interesting thing though is like even though it's I mean there were legitimate spiders in the cellar and stuff like y- you know the, these guys were doing the best they could do. Mm-hmm. Um, and plenty of enthusiasm and everything. They were great. I enjoyed the visit there. Yeah. We were behind a high school group, which was fascinating. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> I had water rice in Philadelphia, the famous Philadelphia desserts, kind of between, it's not quite a, it's milkier than a snow cone, but it's not ice cream. It's good. I liked it. You're looking at me with such doubt. That doesn't sound like a thing. <laughs> It's and hard. <laughs> you it's, you didn't sell it very hard with the. It's good. No, I liked yeah, it. A, I, I did. I liked the it. higher your voice gets, the less I the less it's, I believe you. It's it's good. I also had a Philly cheesesteak. It was delicious. Oh, that was one of the best things I had. And then the highlight of the trip, Nathan, for me, was, did you get the cheese whiz? Um, you gotta get the cheese whiz. Yeah, I, I fucked that up. Um, what'd you do? I just, I don't know. I There's didn't. one thing you do. You get the whiz. You want the whiz on the Philly. Okay, fine. I've never even been I, to Philadelphia, I, and I know this. 
Did did Philly Steve get the whiz? He got the peppers and stuff though. Yeah. I mean that's a choice too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh we did a day trip into New York City on Saturday. And uh quick podcast connection. I um our good friend uh who I talk of often and always in loving tones, Jeff from Kung Fu Driving messaged me on Twitter because he heard me say in the last episode that we might that I might be going to New York. And he's like, hey, are you going to New York? And I almost got to meet up with Jeff. We didn't get up there on a weekday. He works in New York. And uh, we got up there on the weekend, so he wasn't in town and mm-hmm. was already committed. But he reached out to me and wanted to actually meet up in person. And I thought that was really super cool. But you didn't meet up with him? No, I wanted to, but we couldn't make it happen. So Saturday we went to... The, great, the cool thing is once you're up there, man, like you, you can take a bus and express a nonstop into new york it's it's only like two hours and yeah. it's cheaper than paying the tolls to get into new york mm-hmm. you know um so that was great you get on the new jersey turnpike you go through the lincoln tunnel and oh my god there you are you know i'd never been to new york either before in my life and oh uh, it's good i loved it i did you do the touristy things not too much we didn't have a whole whole lot of time so um, you just kind of like went there's a tall building see ya no <laughs> so we did highline park um, which I don't know if a lot of people know about, but apparently they took old train tracks there in the city and turned it into like a park slash green space. It's kind of a trail mm-hmm. with a lot of plant. Like, it was really cool, and there was art on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got a cup of coffee on the trail. Oh, oh I thought you were just gonna. It's delightful. Tell me you got a cup of coffee in New York. No, like was that was that was the big high point. Like I wanted to. Do, you know, I did want to get a cup of coffee. In I New went York, to New York. Sure. I hit a Starbucks. Right, and I kept going. <laughs> um, we went to. We rode the subway and everything. I, I have to tell you, I felt like it was a rite of passage. I don't know if it would feel this way to other people, but I, I couldn't help it. I had to do it. I used the bathroom at the subway station. Yeah. I did it that was, when I was there too. I had did to you? Pee. Yeah. Well, I, you know, the other thing. And uh, you, there was a. <laughs> you crapped at the subway station? I did. I had to. It was, it was, I hate to talk about these kinds of things, but yes, it felt like a, felt like a real thing. Now, um, you felt like emotionally you had to, or like <laughs> the Philly, the Philly steak. Yeah. It had worked its way through yeah. by that point. There was yeah. no not going. The, yeah. the, the vanilla ice, whatever junk you ate. <laughs> uh-huh. That's going to, that's going to give you the runs. Yeah. Well, you know, so I did that and we went to Central Park, which mm-hmm. was great mm-hmm. and walked around and, uh, you know, that was awesome. We went to the Met and uh, only did a tiny bit of the Met, but good God, you can go to the Met forever. It was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Saw Greek and Roman stuff. Saw uh, Oceana art, you yeah. know, from all those little islands. Did you go to the MoMA? I didn't go to the MoMA, not this time. No, I plan to go back. I really do. I I only saw a little, little, tiny piece. See, we you when know? we went, we went for a week. See, that's what you got to do. N- no, 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 no. Why? You, you got to go longer. Yeah, you got to go. Sure. Yeah. We we had nowhere near enough time to do everything that you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. We, because you, you got to knock out the tourist things. Sure, you do. So we saw Empire State Building, spoiler alert, really tall. <laughs> uh, saw the Statue of Liberty, also tall, 
A lot of tall things. Yeah, a lot of tall things. Uh, and then, then you get to the stuff like the Guggenheim, which was great. Did you go to the Guggenheim? It's great. I wanted yeah. to go there, yeah. Uh, it's a weird, weird place. It's like a... Yeah, the building itself. Yeah. Right, yeah. The building is bizarre. Right. The build... Um, and this will only make sense to, like, probably three people who ever listen to this episode. But what it reminds me of is at Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City. Mm. To get to the upper area, you can take an escalator, or there are winding ramps all the way up. Yeah. Winding ramps. Yeah, totally. That it, it is a winding ramp all the way up. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah it's bizarre. And it was designed by... Uh, the, the one. Frank? Yeah. I thought it was Frank Lloyd yeah, Wright, right? Yeah. 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 I'm 99% Not certain. Not Frank because, Lloyd Wright. Frank Lloyd Wright, right. Because that's, that's one of two architects I can name, name normally. <laughs> Frank so, Geary being the other one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't him. <laughs> right. So, um, so the, yeah. Yeah. High, the Highline thing is great because you're walking through and you're probably at like two, two and a half stories with the buildings. And so you can see a lot of great architecture on there. And uh, that was really great. I mean, there was this one art piece that there's a big sign. It says, uh, caution, there may be, uh, caution, naked sunbathers ahead. And then you keep walking. And then there's this guy standing there, nothing but like briefs. And with his arms held up like a zombie and his eyes closed. And it looks so realistic. It's a sculpture. I'm pretty sure. But it looks so much like a real guy that, like, I wanted to blow on it and be like, are you real? But it was it was totally a sculpture. Yeah, it was a sculpture. I, I actually, I spent three quarters of the time we were in New York. Yeah. Just blowing on things to see if if they were alive. <laughs> if they were real. Most of the time they were. Yeah. <laughs> Not happy. Right. Not happy about the whole thing. <laughs> so did the Met, mm-hmm. well, a piece of the Met, which was great. I mean, we saw a lot of modern art there, too, which I loved. Man Ray and Marcel Duchamp, mm-hmm. people I love. Uh, um, fucking Jackson Pollock. Oh, my God. I love Jackson Pollock. I saw Jackson Pollock when I was in San Francisco a couple years ago. I, saw, I think I saw Blue Poles there, maybe. And this was another painting. And I, I, I just like his paintings always get me. I just want to stand there and stare at them mm-hmm. for a long time. Uh, they're beautiful. So, and then I had a hot dog outside the Met, which was fucking great. I had a hot dog in DC too. Oh my God. They don't know what the fuck is going on. Terrible. Terrible. It's a hot dog. Well, but there's degrees of hot dogs. You know this. Don't, don't be so doubtful. Not street hot dogs. Well, the one in New York was fucking great. And the one in DC was like, was it in the hot dog shit. water. Uh, no, these, wa- were, these were grilled. These were grilled. You didn't do it right then. Oh, fine. I don't care. The New York hot dogs you were supposed to get in the hot dog water. I don't know. I know this from everyone I know who lived in New York. <laughs> <laughs> they all say junk about hot dog water, and it sounds disgusting. Well, you know, I look, I did the best I could, all right? Well, I oh. mean, no, you didn't. <laughs> you, got, you got the wrong hot dog. It needs to be in the <laughs> hot dog water. Uh, we went by Strawberry Fields, which mm-hmm. was something I felt like I had to do. That was great. Um, we went and sat by that. We went and looked at the Hudson for a while. Mm-hmm. Careful not to get any in your mouth. Why? I, I think it's pretty bad. I don't know. I just had this. I just had this idea that it was pretty bad. Why? To get the water in your mouth. I don't know. Sully Sullenberger crashed a plane into it for fun. Well, not it for can't fun. be that bad. <laughs> he just got bored. And one day, yeah. happened to be flying a plane at yeah. the time. 
I mean, being a pilot's got to be boring. Yeah. Sometimes you just, I'm sure you're like, man, I bet I could land that there. <laughs> you know what? In all seriousness, oh, man. In all seriousness, though, the thing that I really liked about being there, and maybe I just had a, a weird experience, I don't know. I felt like I you could it was almost tangible how people were deciding to cooperate with one another so that the whole thing didn't descend into chaos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people were way, I mean I'm from the south and everyone thinks in the everyone in the south thinks that like cities are bad and the north is bad and New York being the capital of Satan. But like so maybe this is why I felt this way, but like people were way nicer than I thought they would be. Like everyone seemed, I mean, I mean, they're people, they're people. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like it just shattered any like, uh, weird premonitions I would have had from being from where I'm from. You know, it was great. I, I loved it. DC, DC did feel like everyone there was like really working on something, you know? Not necessarily for anyone else's benefit, but their own. But there was like an ambition happening in D.C., you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in New York, I felt this like overwhelming sense of like cooperation happening. So in you know? D.C., there's like this ambition where like yeah. everyone's got like a trench coat. And, yeah. And, and some thighs. And, yeah. And lipstick. Yeah. And they're just all talking about the Dr. Seuss books. Right. You got it. The real housewives of <laughs> Schenectady. Schenectady? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It's a it's a great <laughs> great version. <laughs> so, um, uh huh. Anything else about your vacation? That was about it, man. I drove back and I went the right way and I navigated on my phone. Did you listen to the phone? This I time? listened to the phone. You should have done that the first time. <laughs> I'm aware the phone knows all. <laughs> it does. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. We'll see you. Okay, bye. This is one of those times where Nathan's doing that thing where he's silent just to see how long it takes me to, like, get uncomfortable. Yeah. It's almost instant. I don't know why you keep testing it. It's really enjoyable. The results will remain the same. (laughs) I know, but um, you know how you'll do something and you know what's going to happen yes but you enjoy the results so you keep doing it (laughs) oh like like drinking too much and being over the next day yeah 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 i know a lot about that (laughs) oh god take me now (laughs) (laughs) uh so did you make it did you make it back from your vacation Uh huh. in time for, and by the way, I know the answer to this. This yeah. is just a segue. It's set up, let right? me, let me yeah. explain what's happening here. <laughs> okay. See, we just talked about your vacation and we need to segue to another topic. Yes. Now I already know the background, but the people listening don't know the background to what I'm about to say. Correct. So I'm going to go ahead and lead into it with this segue. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, are you on the same page? It's almost like you're planning this. Yeah. Well, um, I I just I need to know that it's going to work before I start it. Are you? Do uh, you understand where we're at here? Oh, uh, I think I do. Okay. So, did you make it back from your vacation for the big debate? I did. What? I know. Oh man, just I did not the, see that happen in the nick of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I imagine you pulled up right as. 
Trump and Hillary were walking out and not shaking hands? Yes. Well, Anderson (laughs) Cooper had just taken his third horse tranquilizer for the evening, and uh, he was combing his hair. He... His one hair, by the way. He probably, um, by the end of the evening, wished he had taken several more horse tranquilizers. <laughs> That's the thing about Anderson Cooper. People don't know that he takes a lot of horse pills. Mm-hmm. And the hair that he has is really just one hair. Yeah. It just sort of striates into, like, multiples. You know it's weird? Yeah. The uh, horse pills, mm-hmm. he takes them all as suppositories. Yeah, it's weird. But they're not suppositories. No, no, no. <laughs> he just chooses to absorb them that way well he got used to doing it so you know we all have habits Nathan. yeah i yeah. mean it's hard to break a suppository habit once you get started it is <laughs> um so impressions of the debate um first i i guess we need to explain what's happening in the world okay. because people don't know let's do that um so many months ago many moons uh, yes uh, just dozens and dozens of moons, hundreds of moons even, there were several people who wanted to be president, like 20 plus people who wanted to be president. Yes. We're, we're starting way back there. Wow. Uh, and one by one, all of the people who knew things fell by the wayside until mm. the the person who I like to call the orange groper was left yes donald trump um then this week a recording came out where he talked about how because he's rich and famous he can touch random vaginas yeah is that a good summary of what he said that's a pretty good summary i i'm rich and famous i touch random vaginas for fun whenever i want there's a vagina gonna touch it i'm donald trump gonna grab by it i imagine now with him running for president when he does it he grabs it and goes, I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the debate dealt too much with that. <laughs> it uh, was a disturbing for sure. amount. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. I mean, it, it was understandable, but it was a disturbing amount of talking about w- whether Donald Trump had or had not touched random vaginas yeah. in his lifetime. What he referred to as locker room talk, I believe. Which it's ro- it's locker room talk. Can we can we talk about what locker room talk is for a second? Yeah. First off, sure. It has a location in the name. You you don't have locker room like you don't have coffee shop talk in Walmart. <laughs> right. That's not the right place. Right. You, you don't, don't get have, super serious about your boyfriend. Right. In Walmart. Yeah. Right. You don't have locker room talk on a bus. That's, if anything, Correct. that's bus talk. Correct. If he wanted to say, <laughs> look, that was just bus talk, <laughs> we're talking on the bus, that's fine. <laughs> but the recording was taken on a bus Correct. with Billy Bush, yes, cousin of Jeb. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, wow. Talking about vagina grabbing, and he said, it's locker room talk. I guess I didn't see the inside of the bus. Maybe there's a locker room on the bus. Doubtful. I mean, it's possible. Sure. It was an Access Hollywood bus. Sure. They got that Access Hollywood money. Seems doubtful, though. Maybe Billy Bush is only comfortable in locker rooms, so he decked out this bus as a locker room. That is a possibility. In which case, it's acceptable. Yeah. 
Uh, because that's all people talk about in locker rooms. <laughs> Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. It's for most of us, it's us sitting around going, I wish I was rich and famous. Would you like to know why? So I can I can grope random people. Yeah, that's what it comes <laughs> down to. I mean and we all know it's true. <laughs> so um yeah, there was a lot of that in the debate. The, yeah. they, you, you said it before, they did not, they came out not shaking hands. Yeah, they did not care for each other. Um, there were, well, everyone's been talking about this, but his body language was so intense. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like, I felt like giving him the ability to move around was wasn't like, a good idea. Right, exactly. Because he just, well, he ignored the people in the forum. If you don't know, this was like a forum style debate. If you missed it, I mean, go. It was go, it was a town it. hall. It was a Lots town hall. It was a town hall. So regular old citizens, the citizenry, were allowed to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Now, the, I'm sure these people were chosen by some means by whoever sponsored the debate. But anyway, they, they were, were undecided voters in the city of undec- St. Louis. There you go. They were undecided voters in the city of St. Louis, and they were allowed to ask questions to the candidates. Hillary chose to look the people in the eye like they're human beings Mm -hmm. and address them personally remember a few of their names as she answered their questions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um donald (laughs) he he went a different way (laughs) he he looked past them (laughs) as if he had never seen them only heard them yeah and he was blind um i also (laughs) i don't know who who's in charge of organizing debates but in the future, just in case, they need to, <laughs> to have, like, uh, herding dogs there to wrangle the candidates in. Because there were times yeah. Keep he circle. actually wandered outside yes. of the circle. He, he just did. walked off. He did. He did. And he did. everyone, for a second, held their breath, hoping he was gone. But then he, he circled came back. back around. Yeah, it was disappointing. But they need... They need herding dogs to keep the candidates shelties. from exiting. They need yeah. shelties, a ring of shelties <laughs> to keep the candidates just, inside. Or just get other anchors who didn't get to host the debate, uh, set them in all of the walkways with oh cattle prods. Oh, my God. Oh, we finally have a use for all those clones of Wolf Blitzer. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> Wolf Blitzer stormtroopers at every corner. Oh, Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> uh, you shall not pass. <laughs> yeah, it um the the best part to me was and this happened to be every, uh, people are still making this defense. Yeah. So this video that came out and they talked about this on the debate. Yeah. Was 11 years ago. Right. Which, for those who don't know, slightly more than a decade. Um, Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so their defense is that was over a decade ago. Mm-hmm. It was a long time ago. Then, immediately, their next statement is, and it's not as bad as what Bill Clinton did. And then they say something that is an unsubstantiated rumor about Bill Clinton assaulting or raping or whatever someone. Right. Except that rumor would have taken place way more than 11 years ago. Correct. So the first point is, it doesn't matter, it was 11 years ago. Also, here's something that happened way further back than that. (laughs) Right. Right. 
So ignore the more recent thing. Let's look 30 years ago and see what happened. What they should have said is it's way better than what Bill Cosby did. Yeah. <laughs> Which was drug people like Anderson Cooper and then mm-hmm. fuck them in while they were drugged. <laughs> really, Trump's, <laughs> Trump's like an inch away from going, at least I didn't drug anyone. Yeah. I didn't Cosby him. Right. Okay. <laughs> If but if I would, if I did, it would have been the best <laughs> drugging they ever had. They would have been drugged so well. Right. The One of the things I found the most disturbing in this debate, and uh, by the way, for the record, I thought I thought Hillary did a hell of a job in the debate. And I thought Trump was like, had nothing to say, basically. Again, he was much more defensive this time than last time. Whereas, la- because last time he had no defense. <laughs> yeah. So this time he just kind of continued his like attacky, denial y, um, uh, projecting tactics. And, uh, but he did it more effectively. Not that he said anything of substance throughout the entire well, fucking debate. To be um, fair. Yeah. No one's ever said anything of too much substance in any But at debate. least Hillary has like a fucking logical, you know Hillary, what I mean? Hillary's like, better at pretending to say something <laughs> of substance. She, she pretends. Donald Trump doesn't pretend to say anything of substance. Uh-huh. Uh, he just... He he says whatever is on his mind, which apparently wins him voters. So uh, it's also terrifying. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he prepares for his debates the same way we prepare for this show, which oh, is God. this. Hey, what time do you want to do the show? All right. Well, <laughs> we're going to do it then. See you then. His debate preparation was, hey, what time is the debate? Cool. Is it okay if I wander off? Never mind. I'll just do it myself. I don't care. Where's the Coke? <laughs> is it okay if I hold the microphone like my hand is a ham? He does. He has weird hands. His hands look like they're made of rubber. Well, they're tiny. Well, they're weird. They're tiny hands. They're tiny, weird hands. Um, so, one of the things that bothered me the most in, um, is all the, the Russia talk in this debate it's really starting to seem like potentially the Russians are doing something to try to help him win. Uh, the Russians are hacking. Well, I know they're hacking. Yes, exactly. And releasing Hillary Clinton emails. Correct. They released some today. Did they release more today? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. They're not that. There's nothing. They're not nothing crazy in there. I mean, they're in. If you release three thousand emails from an entire organization, right. Yeah, there are a few that aren't exactly what you'd like the public to see. Right, right. But none prove any major corruption or anything. Okay. It's like some staffer said something rude about uh, about uh, Hispanic Catholics. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's, that's really going to sink yeah. her. Right. Good job, Russia. <laughs> so it's weird to see, it's weird to think about Russia having uh, a role like that in our elections, you know, like actively trying to influence our elections and did you notice during the debate when they talked about putin Mm -hmm. did you notice what trump how he sort of waffled yeah because at one he 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 almost said you know he almost said like i fucking love these people like i'm working for these people you know what i mean like 
he he stumbled on it in such a weird okay. way you know are you are you starting to become the liberal alex jones no i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying the, that like you're you're starting the unsubstantiated conspiracy theory that trump is <laughs> trying to give the united states over to russia no but i think they <laughs> might be paying him you know what i mean like at yeah. some level he kept saying how he doesn't I don't. I I doubt this very much. What yeah. I do think is Russia would prefer Hillary Clinton not win because Hillary Clinton is much like Barack Obama, not a fan of him. Sure, she's not going to be. <laughs> she's not going to be easy to deal with. Yeah. For, and 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 we talked about this before. You know, with with Putin. I mean, Trump would be a complete pushover to someone like Vladimir Putin, who just kills people. Well, you know what I mean? He likes them. He just kills people. He, he said he admires his his leadership. Ability. Well, but that's <laughs> but he's a he's a good leader, yeah. strong leader. <laughs> it's just it's just odd. You know what I mean? It's odd to see him almost um, almost defending that country in a presidential debate in the United States. It's really weird. Yeah, I mean, it's just a different country. There's been so many so many. Uh, israel-palestine debates in all of these years now now it's just he's instead of defending israel defending russia well you know <laughs> here's the thing though what the it, the main difference being israel isn't trying to kill us exactly thank you yeah slash like flex their power in libya i mean in uh, syria to the point of like you know, just murdering hundreds and hundreds of people. Well, what was it? You it could was... make the argument that Israel and Palestine are both trying to flex their power into the other people's territory. Certainly, but that's not quite the same thing. You it's know not what I mean? quite the same. It's not quite the same thing. I mean, I, I look. I'm I'm the first person to say that there. You know, that's a conflict that should have been resolved. Fuck forever ago. No, it's never going to be resolved. It's never going to be resolved, but it should have been. Um, and certainly, there should be a Palestinian state. Certainly, there should be. I don't know why there isn't. There should also be an Israel. Fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they bun- they both want the same area. We can work it out. No, they can't. <laughs> you know, you know when they almost like when al- almost everyone had that worked out when Bill Clinton was president. That's correct. There were treaties. Yep. And you know what happened? The the treaties went away, and then they hated each other again. It's true. It's a it's a complicated thing. Uh, but um, you know, I mean, what was it like? Four hundred people last week were um were killed in Syria, a hundred of which were children. You know, it's, it's, it's indefensible. The, the idea that, um, that Assad's doing what he's doing, first of all, and that Russia is, uh, supporting it. It's fucking horrid. Um, <laughs> speaking about Russian shit as it relates to Trump, this, I got this from NPR the other day. Trump apparently quotes Russian propaganda to slam Clinton on Benghazi. <laughs> Uh, a riff by Donald Trump at a rally in Pennsylvania on Monday night about Hillary Clinton's culpability in the deaths of the U.S. ambassador and three other Americans in Benghazi, yeah, 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 is raising questions about where Trump exactly got his information and how. During his speech, he held up a piece of paper. This came out a little while ago. I have to tell you this, he said as he read from the page, which he identified as an email from a Clinton confidant. Uh, the attack was almost certainly preventable. Trump read. He continued, Clinton was in charge of the State Department. If the GOP wants to raise that as a talking point against her, it is legitimate. 
Um, he folded the page and let it fall to the floor, and the audience booed. Um, Do you have written notes on the back of this piece of paper? No, it's double-sided. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know anyone printed papers double-sided. What you, what, why wouldn't you? Who does? You're the only person I've ever seen print... Really? print things double-sided i think you live in a strange world no i live in a normal business world where people use a printer <laughs> to print things on one side of the page why would you do that when you can if it doesn't matter then you can do both sides what, it, it's but, a news article you know but people aren't printing news articles in the business world what are they printing you know documents tps reports documents we print so many documents we read our news online. Of course. We don't print it. <laughs> uh, this is another little thing. News from the BBC. An e-cigarette shot a fireball at Universal Studios on the Hogwarts ride. A, uh, a teenage girl was burned. 14-year-old mm-hmm. girl suffered burns on the Harry Potter ride when another passenger's electronic cigarette exploded into it a fireball. Exploded. Exploded, man. Exploded. Exploded. Those things, vaping and all that shit. Yeah. I think it's only a matter of time. I think that shit is going to be found to be terrible for you. Yeah, probably. And uh, it's all going to go away. Is this a free ad for the truth? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy's pissed me off. <laughs> the truth? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean,. Everyone knows smoking is not great, but like, do I really have to see the guy in the chair with the oxygen tank going, Bleh, you know, every time I go see the fucking movie, you know what I mean? I, no, Thanks. I, I mean, I, Thanks. sure, Thanks. you don't have to. Yeah. You could close your eyes. I could. You could leave the theater. I suppose I could. Mm-hmm. This is all on you, really. <laughs> it seems like you would say that most anything is on, is on me. That's not true. Okay. That that's on you right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so what what else you got? Can I harp one more Russia thing? I don't I don't know. It, this is the last thing. I here's the thing. Uh-huh. Before you start this. Okay. You're with your Russia thing. Yeah. You're starting to border on that that Justin territory. Uh-huh. Where you drift into too serious and upset about the world. Oh, yeah, that territory. Taking the world far too seriously. Okay. When you need to come over here and join me in the everything is nonsense and crazy <laughs> realm. Uh-huh. Nothing makes sense. It's all oh, I'm not trying to make sense. I'm, 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 that's not my goal here. Well, I know, but, but over here, it's just like, hey... That's nuts, man. <laughs> and over there, it's like, it's nuts, man. Worry and doubt and um, sadness. And so, yeah, you're walking a fine okay, line this, before this, you start the story. Okay, I know, I know. If Aleppo, if you say anything about Aleppo. <laughs> That's the next one. <laughs> oh, come on. But I'm not going to do it. I will oh, do it. Oh, come I will, on. I'll save it. I'll save it for another day. I'll save it for another day. All right. This is uh, also from the BBC. Russia suspends weapons-grade plutonium deal with U.S. I don't know if this is significant or not, but I thought it seems like it might be. So, wait, we're 
Were we getting weapons-grade plutonium from them Let or me vice versa? Let me read. Russia has suspended an agreement with the U.S. on the disposal of surplus weapons-grade plutonium. Oh, so they're keeping it. <clears throat> the okay. latest sign of worsening bilateral relations. In a decree, President Putin accused the U.S. of creating a threat to strategic stability as a result of unfriendly actions towards Russia. Moscow also set preconditions for the U.S. for the deal to be resumed. Under the 2000 deal... Gonna read that again. Under the 2000 deal, each side is supposed to get rid of 34 tons of plutonium by burning it in reactors. Um, it is part of cuts to nuclear forces. The U.S. State Department said the com- combined 68 tons of plutonium was enough material for approximately 17,000 nuclear weapons. Both sides have reconfirmed the deal in 2010. In Monday's decree, Putin said Russia had to take urgent measures to defend the security of the Russian Federation. In April, Putin said the U.S. was fall- failing to fulfill its obligations to destroy plutonium. Instead, he argued the U.S. repossessing method allowed plutonium to be extracted and used again in nuclear weapons. So, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, uh, in the last line of this article, uh, Russia is currently modernizing its nuclear arsenal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's just um, scary to even be talking about this kind of shit. Really? See, you veered. I you did, veered. I, I veered. told you. I knew it would happen. <laughs> uh, in my defense, the uh, the tanks that carried the big old bombs, they look like big sausages. Here, here's here's the good thing about this. Okay. I think if we look back yeah. at the 70s and 80s, there were a great number of movies and TV shows that revolved around us and the Russians Truth. not getting along. Right. Those Cold War era, I mean, you, you have every spy movie, yeah. every James spy Bond show. James Bond alone, yeah. You, you have even the Rocky franchise. <laughs> right. I mean, Russia killed Apollo Creed. They, they killed him. They killed him, yeah. So, I think it's kind of good. I mean, not like... Culturally, you mean? I mean, not like in the sense that, you know, another Cold War would be great. <laughs> right. But it wouldn't be bad. <laughs> I, I mean, who who do we have to fight against now? It's just all like terrorism. Boring. <laughs> let's, let's get some Russian spies back in the mix. It is know? more fun. I, yeah. I, I'm inclined to agree with you. Yeah. I, I saw something on online a while back. These um, pictures of uh, Russian KGB agents trying on disguises to be American. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious because they had no conception of what America... Everyone was in turtlenecks mm-hmm. and like big mm-hmm. glasses. They looked like Russian spies. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you would walk up to them and go... Are you a Russian spy? And they go, Nyet! Yeah, exactly. Nyet! Like, uh, hello, comrade. <laughs> Could I interest you? I am American. <laughs> USA. That's exactly what they USA. Like. They had no idea, despite 
American cultural prevalence throughout the world. Mm-hmm. They had no idea what we dress like yeah. or look like or anything. It was USA bizarre. baseball, apple pie. Yes. That's what they would, and you'd be sold. Baseball at the line, no. They they really <laughs> sold it right there. What would they say today? Because it's not baseball and apple pie anymore. It really isn't. It's... Football concussions. <laughs> Free guns for everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bang, 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 America. Oh, there you go. That's about right. <laughs> bang, 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 America. Build wall. Build wall. <laughs> do russians drop articles as mm-hmm. well okay mm-hmm. i thought that was just... well i mean they don't know they don't know how we use our articles oh i see i mean they could they drop them because it's less dangerous to just drop them than to be saying things like build wall the <laughs> the build wall a wall build mm-hmm. the <laughs> there's no question yeah in that sense not correct vladimir da back to the training camps with you da Stop Niet. saying da and yet. Yet. These are not your da. words anymore. It's yes and it's no. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, if another Cold War one break out, I'm pretty sure Sylvester Stallone needs <laughs> needs a plot point for Creed 2. Electric Boogaloo. True, true. Um, Creed 2 Electric not to, I, not to mention uh, Expendables 19 or whatever yeah. they're on now. I'm pretty sure a Creed 2 where Apollo Creed's son has to go avenge his father's whoa, death whoa. in Russia whoa. in the second Cold War. What? I'm pretty sure that's the greatest movie ever. And he has to fight the same guy, mm-hmm. same Russian guy, mm-hmm. Dolph Lundgren from Rocky Four. Well, no, I mean, Dolph Lundgren already lost. Oh, okay. Rocky beat Dolph Lundgren. I'm just thinking, like, he's, like, an older version of him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... A more sinewy... Maybe he's he's um, used more technological advancements. For those who haven't seen Rocky IV, <laughs> uh, Dolph Lundgren had every technological advancement Oh, he was, available. like, the Borg. Yeah. He, um, I'm pretty sure they, they gave him steroids. In the middle of um, one of those training sequences. Not just steroids, Nathan, <laughs> but like the green glowing steroids. Yeah, yeah. So. Chemical X. Creed's, Creed's son having to fight a Russian. I like it. It's a great plot. Hey, Creed 2, Get Sylvester Stallone another Oscar nom. You're right. You're right. Got it for Best Supporting Actor this year. Why not get him another one? That's two. No, wait, wait. Rocky won multiple academy awards is that right uh it won best picture best picture i think he was nominated yeah. for best actor and he wrote it as well didn't yeah he? and directed yeah it. i think he won best what? original screen what in the fucking world you know what i mean are you like, about to say something bad about rocky here well no rocky's great it's just it's just stallone yeah like he, what he can write oh he can but why didn't he for years and years and years he did uh-huh he just Chose to write wrote differently. Uh, differently? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, be- poorly. I mean, not everything was poor. Rambo? I mean, Rambo's Rambo. It's yeah. fucking... First Blood. That was, that was marvelously written. Marvelously? It was one of the finest films that's ever... It was the Citizen Kane of its day. 
I'm now I'm just picturing Rambo going Rosebud and then shooting off yeah. like a bunch of rounds. Yeah. That would have been a better ending to Citizen Kane. Actually, that would be an amazing ending. Citizen Kane is a badass movie, though. You gotta admit. Yeah. Have you seen Citizen Kane? <laughs> have I seen? Citizen have you Kane? seen the Third Man? That's a good one. Another the Third Man. Else. Yeah, no. that's where Jack White gets his whole thing from. Because his thing is Third Man, Third Man Records. I've never heard of that. Who's a Jack White? Uh, What's a Jack White? He is a vampiric <laughs> individual living in and around the Nashville area. Yeah. Um, he mo- it's it's fine though because he mostly preys on uh, skinny men and floppy hats. That seems yeah. That seems accurate. So you're fine. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> you wouldn't be caught dead in a floppy no floppy hat. I stopped wearing those. People kept confusing me for a lady when I went to the beach. So <laughs> that and all the flowers in your hair. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the sundress. You, I like how it flows. I understand. I understand. It's just... It's like an ultra kilt. Peach is not your color. I'm sorry. I'm I'm definitely a summer. You're a summer, but you're like a late summer, and you're just the foliage, not the blooms. Somewhere, someone will be listening to this episode, screaming at whatever they're, they're listening to, telling me that Peach isn't a summer. I don't know if it is or not. Uh, not I'm just assuming I. it yeah, was. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> so I'm probably wrong and someone's probably mad. You look shitty in nectarine. I'm sorry. Is nectarine a different color than peach? It's about the same. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned a lot here today. All vague colors for white people. If mm-hmm. you're in a crayon box. All right. Let me see your pieces of paper. Here. All right. See them. See them. Okay, here's what I want to know. Don't rip them up. No, I'm not ripping anything. Okay. All right. I'm. Because you've been a, I mean, you've been a real sourpuss lately. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going through to see how many of these are cheery. And so far, the first two. <coughs> oh, and there's another Syrian. What Syria reveals about the New World Order? Bad justice. <laughs> I make no excuses the for myself. Happy, the happiest thing in the pile is the it e-cigarette shooting a fireball yeah that's the happiest thing and you you went over that for about 10 seconds you're like and then shot a fireball yeah anyway so uh russia man it's pretty messed up yeah (laughs) i don't you uh you need you need to find joy in life i had joy here's i had joy i just i feel like i'm a little uh i'm a little um 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 I'm aware-er. I, I imagine I Philly Steve yeah. just had a blast in New York <laughs> with you. Oh, man, look at that, Jackson Pollock. It looks like war. <laughs> Death. Look at, look at that de Kooning. Doesn't that look like a small child starving? I saw de Kooning, too. It was dope. I love de Kooning. Okay. Yeah. How much Man Ray did you see? Uh, like two or three. Is Man Ray mm-hmm. the craziest human being that ever existed? No, uh, Marcel Duchamp is the craziest human being that ever existed. But Man Ray liked him a lot. I think they were contemporaries. Yeah. I also saw Salvador Dali, speaking of crazy people. I saw the crucifix one. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. 
that's I've always liked that painting, and I was like, "Holy shit!" There I've it is. I've never been a big Salvador Dali fan. Well, you either like surrealism or you don't. I, I'm not a big fan. <clears throat> yeah, I, I I I like a lot of his stuff. He's not my favorite artist, but I I like a lot of his stuff mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man Ray, there was a uh... I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'll spit it up. That was an anticlimactic. No, I know. Uh, one of the Man Ray things was it was a sculpture made out of uh, wooden coat hangers that were all kind of interlocked together. It was cool. And then there was one called uh, Indestructible Object, which was like a metronome that he had like glued an eyeball thing to. What? You know. You know what you should have done, right? Destroyed it. Just walked in there and read the title and gone, indestructible Mars, and just started throwing things. Just trying to destroy it. That's that's why they don't let coked up football players in the Met. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. So the thing about it being indestructible is that he actually destroyed it, and then he put it back together. That was the idea of the piece. Well, he did destroy it, though. Yeah, he destroyed it. It wasn't indestructible, then. It was destructible. I guess it's indestructible because it was able to be brought back or something. It's maybe undestructible? Like, he he reversed the destruction. A destructible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Saw a lot of Picasso. You know, I'm going to be honest. I'm not a huge Picasso person. Just not. Uh, I mean, he's great, but, you know, uh, just not, doesn't do it for me. Doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I don't, I've never really understood the appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not really my thing in general. Do you like art? I mean, I like art. Yeah. But, uh, mod- depending on the modern art. Yeah. So I'm it's guessing 50/50. you wouldn't have loved the minimal gallery that we went in. Minimal, minimal. Oh, it upsets me. <laughs> uh, there, there was a piece of art in Kansas City. Okay. Now Kansas City, for those who don't know, has a great art gallery. Does it really? Yes. What's it called? The Nelson Atkins Art Museum. I did not know that. Uh, it's mostly been funded by the Kemper family and the Hall family. Okay. As in Hallmark. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, But they had a modern art wing, and there was one piece there, and I will always remember this piece because it's the most infuriating (laughs) piece of art to me ever. It is just, if I recall correctly, a black canvas. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's just a canvas pan black. They just painted in different strokes. Mm-hmm. Different directions of brush strokes. Mm-hmm. But it's just black. Mm-hmm. That literally is the entire no, piece I, of I, art. I, I get it. I it saw. is a giant, like, six by six canvas. Mm-hmm. Big canvas. Just black. I saw a lot of stuff like that. It's infuriating. <laughs> I don't, it's, it's not interesting. It's just there. It's just a choice. It's like an instructional piece that you would see at a school. This is what different art strokes look like. Here you go. Okay. Now go paint something real. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it would be. 
It sounds like it upset you. Um, it's it's not it's not. I don't want to say it's not art. Mm-hmm. It's not good art. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> One thing we saw at the National Gallery was this um, this sculpture piece called Condensation, and it was just plexiglass with like water condensed on the inside of it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. I thought that well, was see, really that's cool. more interesting. Mm, you were you, that's a thing. Ah. There has to be an actual thing somewhere. If I can see that something was done, if it doesn't look like it took five minutes, <laughs> then maybe I'll be impressed. I understand. I understand. Yeah. I mean, it's just one color. They could have used different colors of brush Yeah, strokes, I know, I know, I know. And then people uh, would go, oh, look, see, it's a thing that see, someone I, made. I saw a lot of stuff like that, though. Um, it was white, mostly, though. Mm-hmm. So Well, and then you know that people just stare, stare at it, like the black one, they stare at it going, oh, it represents that there's something in the void. Because <laughs> blah, blah, blah. No, it doesn't. It represents that the artist had an idea for a painting that would sell. <laughs> and they executed it. Now I don't, I'm not. That's saying, it. I'm not saying that I dislike that stuff. I mean, I think it can be interesting. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I I go more towards the photography wing every time Do I go really? anywhere. Oh, yes. that's interesting. I don't. There was a There's lot a of picture. photography. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. I'm interested in that. Yeah. Now, if someone just took a picture of something that was completely jet black, I would assume they left the lens cap on and I would no longer be impressed. Uh huh. I understand. I understand. Or that they don't know how a developer works. <laughs> so I got some film developed. Or I'm getting some film developed, I should say. It's horribly expensive now. Yeah. To do so. What? Why do you have film? Well, I I thought it might be fun to get some disposable cameras while I was traveling. And it was fun just to, to use them, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're like 12 bucks a pop. I got two. And then I had two, those two cameras and then two more that I've had forever to get developed. I don't even remember what's on them. I just have them. So I was like, well, I'll get them developed. Right. It's $56. And it takes Real? It's a that week. long? Uh-huh. It takes a week. This is depressing. Right. Right? I have multiple film cameras. That you need to get developed? No, I don't need... But now I don't feel like I'll ever want to use them. Yeah. Well, I think you can get it cheaper, but Walgreens has completely stopped developing there, and they, they ship it all out. Yeah, apparently. I'm sure. Yeah. I Basically, if I'm going to start using the film cameras again, I'm going to have to develop my own film. Yeah. Because I'm too cheap. You might as well set up a thing in your house. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just need, like, some chemicals. It's not that that big Some chemicals? Yeah, there's, like, three. Any old chemicals will do? You, there's, like, three specific chemicals you need. <laughs> it's like bleach, ammonia, and, like, saltpeter. Sure. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what they are. <laughs> I, just I did it in high school. <laughs> it stinks. It does stink, yeah. yeah. It's not fun to develop from. It doesn't smell nice. The, the developing day was um, never the best day. In high school? Yeah. Because then you had... Uh, it's sort of like an egg smell mm-hmm. on your hands the rest of the day. It doesn't matter. You could wear gloves. It's going to soak through. It still gets there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing that covered it up, I learned, 
thanks to a girl in one of my classes. Yeah. Was a was sweet pea hand lotion hmm. from Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh. And maybe it didn't cover it up, it just masked it, but you know what? I don't care. It worked and I felt wonderful afterwards. So very soft hands. Very soft hands? Very soft. <laughs> Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. <laughs> oh god. Take me now. <laughs> <laughs>